talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is the 16th round of Tidbits, but it's also the 50th episode of Know What I Heard. I love doing this podcast. I've gotten to talk with so many amazing people. I've had a million laughs, and I'm just so incredibly grateful for the people who are listening and keep supporting the show and sharing it. And I'm just so excited for what the future holds. I can't wait to do 50 more episodes. But anyway, thank you guys so much for your support. It means so much to me and I appreciate it so, so much. So please enjoy these tidbits and all the tidbits to come. Here we go. So this is tidbits number 16. Ooh, it's sweet 16. It is. But more importantly... This is the 50th episode of Know What I Heard. Yes. Holy shit, you did 50 episodes, dude. That's awesome. It's worth a big fucking celebration. A big to-do. Yeah. It's a it's oh. is the the Know What I Heard's Jubilee. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, there's gonna be a square dance later. <laughs> fucking funnel cake. Is it going to be like in the town square? Yes. I wish I could go. Oh, we'll we'll FaceTime or something. I'll I'll bring you in and we'll fucking square dance our asses off. It's going to be great. Anyway, tidbits. Tidbits. You ready? You buckled in? Ready. So there is a Georgia man who received 91,515 pennies as his final paycheck from his former employer. Um, He found a pile of oil-soaked pennies in his driveway with a note that just said, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Whoa. Please tell me the events that preceded (laughs) this. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Like, I mean, I wish I had thought of that. Well. Not that I have anybody to pay with 91,000 pennies. Not that I have 91,000 pennies. But, okay, but the guy that did it's a dick. So, (laughs) here's kind of the backstory. So, he worked at, like, an auto body shop. And he was denied his final paycheck by the, the owner, And so the pile of pennies arrived after this guy had contacted the Georgia Department of Labor. Like, I haven't been getting paid by this guy. So finally he was like, all right, fuck you then. Here's your paycheck. Soaked all these pennies in oil and dumped them in this guy's driveway. So this guy tried cleaning, like, the oil off. But, you know, like, it took him forever to be able to just do, like, the teeniest, tiniest bit. So the company Coinstar 
actually came to the rescue and was like, dude, <sighs> we'll come pick up all of your pennies, gave him a check for a thousand dollars because this thing went viral. You know, it was like just this. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and him like trying to scrub pennies. Um, and so Coinstar came to the rescue. And so he was able to to get paid. But apparently, like the guy that owned this body shop was just a real ass bag and created a very hostile work environment other previous employees were like this guy's an ass wipe and when he was contacted and asked about the penny palooza he just called his former employee a fucking weenie like that was basically his response to He's the, a weenie a, a fucking well wow. a fucking weenie but I was kind of curious how this guy got almost ten or a hundred thousand pennies. <laughs> like, where do you go to get pennies, and then yeah. think, you know what, this isn't enough. I'm gonna soak these fuckers in oil, and then go dump them. And I wonder how long it took the guy to pick up ninety-two thousand slippery pennies off of his driveway. Like he had them in a wheelbarrow and it was so heavy that like the air was deflated out of the wheels. Like it was like, Oh my God. So much pennies that it just like ruined his wheelbarrow. Damn. That's so, so horrifying. But wait, wouldn't, couldn't you essentially sue them for dumping that on your property? I mean, that's your property. That's your driveway, right? Why can't yeah. you sue them? I mean, they've damaged it. They, I would make them pay for the cleanup of the oil. Yeah, like, in, on hey, the driveway. Litter bug. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for my paycheck. <laughs> well, just 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 to make them pay for something else. Yeah. Honestly, just just but, to make sure you had to pay for something else. I don't care. Ninety one thousand. Fine, you can pay for it with another nine thousand pennies. That's fine. Yeah, 90, I'm sure some of those pennies rolled into the yard when you're mowing. A rogue penny could go flying at a kid on a bike. Yeah, totally. there's a lot of things that could happen. But I guess, like, a lot of people after this went viral, like, this body shop's reviews, like, there was, like, all kinds of Yelp reviews and stuff just, like, dogging this guy. So, hopefully he's learned his lesson and simmered his anger and maybe seeking some counseling. Yeah, a lot of counseling. Mm-hmm. That, what a dick. Yeah. So, second tidbit of the week. <laughs> in, in Louisiana, a priest and two dominatrices. <laughs> that, I'm just going to stop there. It sounds like the beginning of a joke. That, right, yeah. right there. So a priest and two dominatrices walk into a bar. No, for, they uh, church. They walked into the church and did some shit. And thus were charged with vandalism for having sex on the altar at Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in September. Hold on. Who they were having sex with a priest or with each other? Oh. <laughs> uh the three of them oh. were all three, okay. Wow. Yeah, it was a so it wasn't like the priest walked in to do a sermon and went, Whoa Yeah, no And they were whip <laughs> whipping each other. Nope. No, this was a uh the three of them, it was a joint effort. Um oh, good. Uh, and this was so they were initially charged with obscenity because they were in 
were in view of the public, but then they were given a lesser charge later on. But so basically this was the church was closed and they were busted when some looky loo passing by peeked in a window and saw them and called the cops. And that that's how this was all discovered. What a shit show. Okay. Wait, like, no, there are so many things wrong with this. Yes. I mean, for me, the, the wrong part is not the dominatrix and the priest having sex on the altar. It's not. For me, the fucking asshole walking by who can't mind their own fucking business. That's my yeah. problem. With and call the police. Story. And, yeah. And but so. The police, what, the, what? They're three fucking grownups. What the fuck are, do they, you care? It was consensual. Like, yeah, I don't know what the problem was like and so and the fact that there's any reason that they can even charge them with anything is beyond me and so especially for the the dominatrices who were either hired or i i don't know Mm -hmm. what the the situation was i can kind of go into what i think the plan was but i mean they didn't do anything wrong and so i think that their lawyers are just kind of like what like what can you charge them with what are you what are you doing were they getting paid or whatever like a prostitution thing are they trying to like do that well i'm not sure if they were getting paid but whenever the cops came and they were arrested they found like sex toys stage lights Mm -hmm. and recording devices in the church so i'm assuming that this was like I don't, I don't know yeah. if it was for porn or for some sort of like money making venture. If he yeah, requested right. it, like it didn't really say why they were recording it. But the priest was removed from the church the day after they were arrested. That's, that's ridiculous. They, they spent taxpayers' money to go after these people, grown, grown ass people. I, no, I can't. I fucking hate the world. As a Catholic, do you have any issues with us? No. I mean, this is what I can't stand about, like, the whole thing, about the whole organized religion thing, especially especially in the fucking, with the church and everything. Fuck that. That's such bullshit. Yeah. So you don't That's feel like bullshit. he desecrated the church, and if you'd found out that your priest did that, <laughs> that sure you th- would be like, he's got to go. Me, personally? No, I'd be like, all right on. Good, Good for you, dude. All right, all right. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the plan was that they were going to sell the video to get some extra donations. Like the proceeds were going to go to the church. Yeah, the Catholic charities. You know, attendance (laughs) has been low through the pandemic. Maybe they need. I don't do. I mean, could they? I mean, I know it's for entertainment. Come on. How many things have been filmed in churches? How many like things have been filmed in, filmed in church? Murder things, and murder shows, and people getting shot and and molested, and all of these things at churches. So, uh, with three consenting adults doing something in a fucking church, whatever. I mean, come on. So, as I said, like the priest was relieved of his priestly duties, Duty. and the church's altar was burned. And a new one was consecrated in October. So they had to burn the sin off that thing before. I'm sure no other sins had been committed there. Probably not. I'm sure that was the first and only. Most likely. I'm sure no other horrible things have happened anywhere in that church. Nope. But there's that. 
So wow. look for, they didn't even get to make their video. Who knows what their plan was. So kind of tying into that, the third story who was brought to my attention by my friend Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thank Utah you. Governor Spencer Cox recently signed a bill that would require porn filters on all cell phones and tablets sold in the state. Porn filters? Yeah, so any phone or tablet, any sort of device that's sold in the state of Utah has to come with a porn filter already on the device, like automatically what, on it. That it won't allow porn? But It's basically designed to help prevent children from having access to porn so parents and adults can turn it off but it has to have that automatically on it so a child can't automatically be able to access pornographic materials Mm -hmm. so (laughs) Mm -hmm. supporting lawmakers of this see the restrictions as being a necessary step in helping parents you know be able to prevent their children from accessing explicit content um you mean learning about the things they're not teaching them sorry pretty much yes yes. i'm sorry yeah sorry okay (laughs) but the measure can't go into effect unless five other states enact similar laws this was a provision that was added to address concerns that it would be really difficult to implement you know by manufacturers and different things like that's i don't i don't even know how that would go into effect critics of this bill say that it would violate residents first amendment rights yeah so i don't understand Mm -hmm. like how are people supposed to watch porn on the go if you right i mean it's stoplights unfilter it yeah but it, it, it's set up that, like, a parent can turn off the filter. I mean, teenagers aren't fucking stupid. They're going to be able to figure it out if pretty quick, I'm sure. Off, yeah, they can turn it on. A parent would probably have to be like, hey, kiddo, can you show me how to turn on this porn filter on your phone? <laughs> and sure, I mean, mom. All yeah. you have to do is type skittily beep. <laughs> yeah. And there it hey, is. There you go. Bam. Can I have it, please? I'll be in my room. <laughs> knock first yeah all there's gonna be is just like a bunch of underground phones being sold like that's just gonna open up a whole new network of people making tons of money on phones that they're selling to children it's so stupid and these people are not here's the thing these people are going through life not learning about sex already and Mm. now they're gonna get less access to not that porn is necessarily like kind of how you want to learn it but there's also porn that's fairly vanilla and it's something that they can learn right (laughs) fuck yeah sexuality is a thing yeah it's a thing yeah yeah so it's and i it's not lost on me that the governor's last name is cox so <laughs> um, I just see Cy, like I can just cool. already hear his new slogan. It's like Cox for governor, but not on our children's phones. Cox for governor, not on our children's phones. <laughs> pretty, catch- pretty catchy, right? Cox- yes. Cox for governor, not for phones. <laughs> yeah. Cox this is, for governor, not this for is, phones. This is me holding Cox signs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. I like it. I like no one it. else can Talks see me, but not for phones. I'll do it with you. Okay. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. So okay. anyway, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> and and I mean, fingers crossed. Five other states aren't like hell. Yeah. Of course they're going to do it though. I'm I mean, sure you it'll know happen. the fucking look. Have you met this country? Yeah. So. Final story. I actually, I know there's usually like an animal story, but yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have one this week. Just stupid people. You had a priest so, one, but not a, an animal. Just, just stupid people. And guess where this story takes place? Florida. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, I kind of make, okay. make up for it. If it's not an animal <laughs> story, it's some dumbasses in Florida. So yeah, here we go. I know it's a thing. Here's a duo of ding-dongs for you from the, the panhandle. The Sunshine State. So in Pensacola, Florida, an elementary school assistant principal and her teenage daughter were arrested for allegedly hacking hundreds of students' accounts to vote for her as homecoming queen in the fall. Basically, hundreds of these votes that came from students were flagged as being fraudulent, and many were coming from the same IP address in a very short period of time and were linked to this mother slash principal's cell phone and some of the computers in their home. So basically, they used her access to the school's accounts and went in under all of these different students and her daughter won homecoming queen shocking by some fucking miracle (laughs) and this dumbass daughter so the daughter did it or did the principal do it no they both did like it was a joint effort she's like baby you're gonna win this crown we got you honey yeah i'm sure you'd win it anyway but we're gonna seal this deal so, but the, the dumbass daughter was like telling friends and other students that they'd used her mom's, <laughs> her mom's account to, to cast votes for herself. She was obviously very bright. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get you on a Dean's list, honey, but we can certainly get you homecoming queen. Yeah. That Felicity Huffman, I saw her, you know, we, I'm not too worried about which school you go to, but you're going to win that goddamn homecoming queen. Yeah. I mean, you're not that smart, but God damn it. You're pretty. Yeah, I love you so hard, baby. You're going to be homecoming queen. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't... They were... (laughs) I can't. Uh, Yeah. So... They're, they're special times. And they were they were charged with, like, some of these charges, I was like, that's a thing. So they were charged with offenses against computers. Like, <laughs> Wait, they did something. The computer's like, that was really mean, what you said. I'm offended. Um, unlawful- Why'd you touch me in that way? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hands off my home row. So, so offenses against computers, unlawful use of a two-way communications device. Like, were they on walkie-talkies? Like, Foxtrot, Crystal Palace, few more votes for Homecoming Queen. Over. Um, so, I don't know what the fuck that is. So, and then criminal use of a personally identifiable information and then conspiracy to commit the offenses. 
but the daughter was is in like a juvenile detention facility and good <laughs> hopefully oh, she's still mama in prison. i hope she still has her homecoming tiara on with her jumpsuit with her tears her yeah with suit. with her white kids and her jumpsuit and then the mom was arrested but i think she's out on bond <laughs> but the kid's still in deep i think in so yeah she's oh, like, the kid's in juvie <laughs> but the mom's out but i'm queen <laughs> No, you're not, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> but mama said. Yeah. So. And, uh, why again? Again, why are people in jail for this? I mean, like make them pay a fucking fine or some shit. But... Or get her fi- yeah, like fired. Or Yeah, I mean, yes. Take the bitch's yeah. crown. I don't know. Yeah, have have but a why are we Why are we wasting the taxpayers' money on this asinine stuff? I mean, we need to have like a lesser court. You know how there's like there's small claims court. There should be there should also be stupid dumb shit court. Like this is dumb shit court. There's small claims court and then there's dumb shit court. This is this would fall under the category of dumb That's shit court. Judge Judy, Moni. <laughs> yes, yes. and why why is it so important to win homecoming queen like what why yeah i mean that's very that's like is it worth risking being fucking yeah arrested no you know what the thing is i think that those thoughts never even cross those people's minds i think they think well i mean we can just get you in there like we can just get you homecoming queen we can get you that Mm -hmm. crown i mean i have access we'll just put in the boat and i'll be the end of it Nobody gonna know. There'll be none the wiser. But nobody told her to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> That's the problem. But you know who wouldn't pull shit like that? Sophia Bush. Sophia Bush. She would yeah. not. No. Not pull that no, kind of shit. No, she no way. Would, she would not. No. She would. She wouldn't let that shit fly. She is a an angel among us. Yes, yeah, she. <laughs> she really is. All right, so that's it for the stories. Are you ready for this week in history? I'm ready. Okay. This week in history. April 12th, 1938, New York became the first state to require a blood test in order to get a marriage license. Do you know why they started doing that? Wait, what year was this? This was 1938. 1938. A blood test? Which most states ended up doing it, if not Mm -hmm. all, for quite some time. I don't know what the initial reason was. Well, it was to help curb the spread of syphilis. Okay. I thought it was an STD. Yeah. It was apparently pretty rampant in New York at the time. So, Yeah, syphilis was pretty rampant like everywhere at that time. It's still pretty rampant in my household. Um, I mean, (laughs) what? Uh, (laughs) Mm. So April, <laughs> just kidding. If you have it, no judgment. It's cool. So April thirteenth, nineteen seventy six, the new two dollar bill was placed in circulation, making grandmothers everywhere super happy for minor holidays. Did you ever get two dollar bills? I did <clears throat> once. Oh, fuck my grandma, my grandma Marie. Every like valentine's day easter like minor holidays you'd get a card with a two dollar bill i still have 
like $18 worth of $2 bills (laughs) that I just can't do much with. Oh, well, it was always very exciting. And I knew it meant a lot to her to be able to go to the bank and be like, I need five $2 bills. (laughs) Thanks, Grandma. um, Also, the birth of, um, you know, gayer than a $2 bill. I mean... (laughs) I mean, there's the birth of that terminology. I don't know exactly how gay a $2 bill is, but to be gayer than a $2 bill was is a that's, thing. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty queer, gay. Queer is a $2 bill. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty gay. Pretty queer. Yeah. Um, April 16th, 1943, Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman accidentally trips on LSD for the first time. While in his lab, he actually got, he accidentally got a little bit on him and he experienced an uninterrupted, this is how he described it. He experienced an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colors. Ooh. Um, And so he intentionally dosed himself several days later and experienced the first bad LSD trip. So it was a big deal for Albert Hoffman. And if you want more information about about Albert Hoffman, check out the LSD episode, which was episode number oh, yes. 20, that 20. has a lot more information about LSD. So throwback. Psychedelics. I've never, I'm too afraid for uh, to do any kind of psychedelic kind of stuff. Dude, I'm me like too. too. Way too fucking terrified. I know what goes on in this head and the idea of something being out of control in there. No. Yeah, it scares the shit out of me, too. Like, I don't care if people do it, whatever. I know plenty of people that like LSD, but I'm like, I'm such a nervous Nelly that, like, my anxiety going in, I'm like, would guarantee myself a bad trip. And it's like eight hours of just like, "Ah!" out the fucking window real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and you don't know if you're actually jumping out the window or if you're just laying in bed. You can't tell. I'm like, just put me in a fenced in backyard that I can't climb out of. And it's like a, ba- a, a baby in a playpen. Yeah, just put me put me somewhere that I just can ride it out. Something to distract me, some baby Einstein or something, and I'll just. <laughs> so, last this week in history, another I kind of try to like highlight somebody important in history. April fifteenth, nineteen forty-seven, Jackie Robinson became the first African American player in Major League Baseball. And then 50 years later, his career was honored and his uniform number, which is 42, was officially retired and it was the first in the league to to be retired. And of course, he faced tremendous racial discrimination throughout his career from not only fans, but also like fellow players. Jim Crow laws actually prevented him from using the same hotels and restaurants as his teammates when they were playing in the South, which is just so disgusting. Fucked up. In 1947, he started playing with the Dodgers and was named the National League's Rookie of the Year. In 1949, he was the league's most valuable player. He played on the All-Star team from 1949 to 1954, led the Dodgers to six National League pennants and the World Series in 1955. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1962, which was actually his first year of eligibility. So it was like, that's wow. that's pretty incredible. They just wanted to that, get him in there. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he retired in 1957 and became a businessman and a civil rights activist. And he died in 1972. So just kind of one of those important figures in history that fought a lot of adversity and and excelled in life. Yeah, really in the face of just horror. Jackie Robinson, number 42. Mm-hmm. All right. You have a what? What? I do. This week's what is naps? Are they good or bad? <laughs> well, I guess for people who take them. I love a good nap. Good. You don't nap, right? No, I don't sleep, let alone nap. I mean, no. <laughs> I'm, once in a great while I can power nap, but if I nap for like an hour, I'm done for the rest of the day. Like I'm groggy and horrified. Yep. Well, we're going to touch on that. There's kind of been debates back and forth for years about naps, whether they are good or bad. So some people think that naps are for kids and old people, <laughs> which they are. They're for everyone. Or that they just are for lazy people that if you nap you're just a lazy turd and um <laughs> lazy <that's>, turd yeah <laughs> sometimes that might be the case but a nap that is longer than 45 minutes might interfere with your circadian rhythm which would make it harder to fall asleep at night so i think that's kind of the biggest thing about naps is that it if you nap too much during the day you're going to have a harder time falling asleep at night so that's kind that of sense. the the one thing that shows up is like on the cons list for naps. So a 20 to 30 minute nap is ideal. Anything longer than that can make you feel groggy and kind of hard to shake off. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like a quick little cat nap, just a reset, whatever. So naps can like help your overall health and productivity, improve performance and alertness, boost creativity make you feel more relaxed and recent studies actually show that it can possibly lower the risk of heart attacks and strokes and really then, yeah and then improve the overall quality of your nighttime sleep versus you know making it worse so th- another thing that i saw was that a lack of quality sleep can lead to overeating that inadequate sleep can stimulate hunger and suppress hormone signals that communicate fullness. So that actually nap, like a quick little nap can actually help curb hunger and snacking. Cool. I'm not the kind of person who can fall asleep quickly. Yeah. When I can, and I can do like a 10, 15 minute or 20 minute nap. I, it's awesome. Like, I love Mm -hmm. that feeling of like, you're up, you're quit, you know, right, right back to it anything more than that i want to die they help me i'm a fan but if i take like a two-hour nap i'm just like i mean unless oh yeah you didn't sleep at all the night before or something and need it yeah daytime sleepiness can also be a sign of a, a health problem so if you're like just feeling like an overwhelming need to lay down during the day and sleep during the day that um it can you know be a sign of a health problem and that's actually an early sign of parkinson's disease diabetes depression and chronic pain most likely because those things would interfere with your nighttime sleep so you're not getting as much sleep as you need so 
sleep problems, daytime grogginess, fatigue, and like a desperate need to sleep during the day might be indicators of a health issue. So it's kind of just like wanting to nap versus needing to nap are like a different thing. So anyway, sounds like naps are a good thing as long as you don't like absolutely just like have to crawl crawl to bed and yeah, take a three hour nap every afternoon. Then probably there's some other shit going on. That's all I got. That's all I got. Cool. It's good. It's good stuff. Anything you want to add for the 50th, 50th episode? Other extravaganza? than the fact that it's the, the, the Jubilee episode. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, no. I, other than congratulations on your 50th fucking episode. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. And I, I think you have at least 50 people recording and like listening to it. So good job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's at least two. <laughs> there, yeah, we are the two. Yeah, we're getting there. So, yeah. here's to another fifty. Hopefully, thank you, as always. Thank you for another for riveting episode of me. Tidbits. Yes, thank you for learning me. Things. It's always a joy. Always a pleasure. Always. Godspeed. Yes. Oh, cool. It's going to be awesome. The best. I got to wipe my nose. I'm sorry. (laughs) So gross. Nice. My Fitbit hates me. All right, cool. Thanks. Now we can bullshit. Thank you guys so much for your support during these first 50 episodes. Please keep listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts five-star ratings and top-notch reviews are always appreciated. Please tell your friends, share on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook at Know What I Heard Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Send an email to knowwhatiheard at gmail.com if you have any questions or show ideas or just want to say hey. That's cool. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. Here's to 50 more. Clink! Stay safe, stay healthy, and until next time, hey, know what I heard? 50 fucking episodes of Know What I Heard.